Hello and welcome to episode 47 Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Staxton. This time a solo episode talking about how do I start property developing. And if you already are property developing, this is going to be about how you can progress further or faster. So episode 47, I'm going to give you eight tips on how you can get started in property development. So let's enjoy episode 47 and jump right in with me. Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxton, episode 47, how do I start property developing? But before we get started, giving away a copy of Property Millionaires Exposed this week going to Scott Jordan from Tasmania. Scott, thank you for your email. This will be in the post to you and I hope you enjoy it. Remember, Bob's chapter is about property development, but there are some great strategies in this book, so definitely worth the read. Now, before I get started, On the 7th of May, we have a live event in Brisbane for those who are interested in learning about um, joint ventures. It's Joint Ventures Unpacked with Bob Anderson, promises to be an amazing afternoon from 2 to 5 on Saturday the 7th in Brisbane. If you're keen to come along, there'll be a link in the bottom of the show notes here and we will look forward to seeing you there. Remember, Bob's done over $300 million in joint ventures himself. So the man's very skilled up, bit of a guru and worth learning from. And today, answering the question, how do I get started in property development? I thought it was a great topic because I get to work with, well, I get to coach our clients. So I get to work one-on-one with them. And my role is more about what stops them from taking the actions, what's missing for them, sort of helping them come up with the solutions to their to their problems, to their problems that are holding them back. So I give strategies and ideas and coping mechanisms and all those sort of useful life tips or things that help people be able to take action and one of the things that does work is that that people are accountable to me so when they're accountable to me they're more likely to do the actions required because you've got to remember if it was easy everyone would be doing it and property development isn't for the light-hearted it's something we get into because we we have a desire, like a, maybe a love for property, maybe we've been renovating, or we just realize we need to make some money. We don't like the look of our future, and we think, you know what, this is a fabulous vehicle for wealth creation. And so that's how my role fits within Property Mastermind is around coaching the real estate between the ears. I still can talk property development very well because I am developing and I have been involved in property for many, many years. That doesn't just mean I bought my first house. I did buy my first property at 18, but my my journey was been fully onto renovations mostly. Uh, so many, over 20. So I'm pretty sort of skilled in that area and now into developing. So how do you get started in property development? And even after people have done our courses or workshops, it is still that whole, what's the first thing I need to do? And and you need to go back to the beginning of the online course and, and perhaps look at it and say, you know, what is my first step? And for me, outside of the course knowledge and the structure on that, 
I would 100% say you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, and there's two sides to this. One is get comfortable with the amount of time that it's going to take you. Because if you're serious about property development, it's going to take some time out of your life. Not a huge amount, but if you weren't doing it before and you also already have a job, like a day job or you know something that takes up your time, you're going to have to find that time. And I remember working with a couple in our mentoring group where they struggled because the husband wanted the wife to put in the same amount of time as his, but they had a couple of small children. They were both working full time and it was a little bit stressful. So there is a realization that you have to find the time. So don't sort of go into this in, in, in the blind, oh, easy, I'll find time. You have to think, where will I get that time? And where is there time in your day that you can use? And that can be for researching, you know, researching where you are going to be doing your development. But it also can be uh, the, the oh, with all the research that has to be done, the due diligence research is huge. You know, you've got such a all the tick all the boxes for due diligence, but that all takes time. So you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and finding that time, and it's going to come at a cost at something else. So you might have to give up something else, whether that's a little bit of sleep, whether that's something you do for fun, whether that's your a bit of family time, whatever it is. You will find that you need to find that extra time and it might be a little bit uncomfortable doing that initially. But remember, it's not forever. And property development is so worth it. So just be aware that that's probably one of the first things you have to realize. The second thing you need to realize is that the learning involved in becoming a property developer is reasonably, you know, there's quite a bit of information to learn. So if you don't love learning, then you might be a little bit uncomfortable there and it might be just be prepared that you're going to have to spend the time learning. You can't wing property development. You might wing the maybe the first one if you're very lucky, but winging it is not a strategy. So you need to understand and, and learn what you have to. And if it's if learning isn't something that you enjoy doing, well then that will be very uncomfortable for you. It also could be that some of the topics you don't like, you know, maybe it's around finance you don't like. I love learning about finance. When Bob and I talk finance, I find it so interesting. There's just so many different strategies and so many different ways to do things. But if if it might be a topic that you don't like, then just be prepared that you will be a little bit uncomfortable. So that's your tip number one. Just be ready to be uncomfortable and be prepared for that. The second tip for how you can become a property developer is to get curious. Ask questions. Like ask the how and the why questions. We go to school and we get taught to, we get taught like question, answer. It's, it's very black, white. So our brain is programmed in a way that once we've learned it, it's black and white. Well, when we get curious, we learn so much more. Like when was the last time you went into a room and you realized that you left and you didn't ask about anybody else? That's a great rule of thumb. I can often leave, leave a room and no one would even know what I do and I know what everyone else in the room does because I'm very curious. So when it comes to property development, get curious and that will really, it, it will enhance your passion and it will open your eyes up to possibilities that you probably did not know were available to you. The third, the third thing that's going to help you become a property developer or to improve the journey you're on or perhaps 
kickstart or restart a journey you started years ago and haven't been, you know, and haven't got back into. And now you're realizing, oh my goodness, I wish I wish I was doing property development. It's a perfect time right now, and it is a perfect time right now. Well, you must have a goal. You must have a goal. Otherwise, it's like playing blind man's bluff. You are just walking around with a blindfold on, reaching out, looking for the next best thing, looking for answers that you haven't really asked the right question for. So you're reaching, looking for things, and you'll end up anywhere, and people are calling out your name. Hey, do this. Hey, do this. Hey, have you thought of a duplex here? Have you thought about that? And all that does is just adds to the confusion on what do I do now? So it's very important that you have a goal. It's like when you log into your laptop and you're looking at the you, most of us use Google as a search engine and you're looking at you know the Google search engine if you haven't typed in what you're looking for then your brain doesn't know what to look up so by having a goal it's like typing in property development in the search bar and hitting search and your brain then looks for opportunities looks for things looks looks to learn So things will come to you um, rather than just that game of blind man's bluff that you don't really want to end up playing. Number four is is chunking down your research time and whether that's your learning time or your researching your patch or all the research that you will need to be doing for due diligence as in, you know, what in your area, what's being built and what what's selling and, you know, what you need to know about your patch, all that really good due diligence that you will do. But allocate the time to do that. So whether that's 30 minutes, whether that's 40 minutes or 50 minutes or maybe 60 minutes, probably wouldn't want to go over 90 minutes. It gets a bit overwhelming for the brain and we, we stop remembering and we stop retaining the information. So if you allocate 30 minutes and really drill down and and look at and learn what it is that I need to know, whether it's actually learning about property development itself, like what you need to do, which step, or whether it's more part of your patch research or finance or whatever you need to be doing but just allocate chunks of time to doing that so you don't feel overwhelmed as well and so you don't find that okay I'm going to do that this week and next thing you blink and the week is over because that can happen and I find when I'm working with clients they often say to me I don't know the week just flew by And, and that's very normal that is very normal like while you're listening to this, you probably could shake your head and think, yes, there was a particular project I wanted to do or a particular thing and you haven't got around to doing it. And unless there is a a really tight timeline or you're under pressure to have something completed, we often don't do the thing we need to do. So it's very easy to sort of blink and a week has gone by. So by allocating chunks of time, say 30 minutes or 40 minutes, and thinking, right, I'm going to do this every morning at 5am or every day at 12 o'clock on my lunch break or every evening from 6 till 7 or whatever it is for you. But it's very important that you allocate the time. And maybe it's all of those three times. Maybe it's you want a faster journey. Maybe it is you know every spare bit of time you have, you give to your property development journey so it does start happening because trust me, you will be like the, there's the many and the few and the many are the people that want to do this and don't because they wake up and it's a week later and then they wake up and it's a month later 
and then they wake up and it's a year later and you will wake up and it's five years later. So allocate the time and, and tick it off. Get it done. Okay, number five. It's really important that you do space out, especially if you're learning, you do space out those chunks of time. So rather than thinking, I'm going to do 60 minutes, have a five-minute break, 60 minutes, five-minute break, 60 minutes, five-minute break. What can happen when we do that is we get almost overwhelmed and our brain doesn't remember the information. So to retain information, if it's learning or or stuff you need to retain and you want to remember, try and space out those learning chunks so you will remember the things that you want to remember or the things that really that you need to remember. The next thing is go deep. You need to go deep in your in your learning, whether that's even the research on your patch, whether that's the the learning, maybe you're going over the online course again or whatever it is that you're doing, but go deep rather than wide. When we go wide, it's it's kind of like when you focus on something, your eyes look straight at it. Like I could be looking right there at you right now, a focus. But when we give ourselves a wider vision, we take in more, but we retain less information and it becomes more difficult. So hone right in. Think of it like a workout, like a bodybuilder to get results, picks one muscle group and works that muscle group. Or maybe they do two muscle groups a workout. Pretty much they don't though. Um, I used to be a bodybuilder. So you very much pick one muscle group and you work it very hard before you move on to the next one. So that's really going deep and that's how you will become an expert. And that's what you need to become. You need to become the expert in your local area and you need to become the expert on all things property development to do with the development that you are doing. So it's really important that you do really go deep, go very deep and and learn the information that you need to learn. And for those that have started developing and perhaps they've lost confidence and haven't gone back to it, by going deep on your learning and research, by going deep uh, on the on 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 your patch as well, like you'll actually feel a lot more confident because you'll really realize and notice how much more you know about something. And when you know, when you have that like that realization that you're very comfortable with the knowledge and you know fully, then you'll take steps. I remember a couple of years ago, I was working with a guy who had he just kind of bumbled for a bit. He did he'd done a few developments of quite a two, I think two or three quite big developments. And then he just lost his confidence. And we would, he rang me and said, could you work with me? I just, I've lost all my self-confidence. And I'm like, absolutely. And he just needed that, that reminder to go deep, that reassurance that, that he knew everything. And it just a reminder that he could do it. But really it was about for him, and he probably wouldn't even realize, I took him back to going deep, to just really pointing to what it is that you want to be doing, what it is that you need to know, what it is that you need to, all the things you need to tick off, but that all in that going deep phase. The next thing, number seven of the eight steps to how do I become a property developer is you need to reflect, like reflect back on the information, especially when you're learning about what you need to do. And this is this podcast is definitely for people who are still in the learning mode, this particular episode. So reflect and go back over the information. Because if you think when you read a book, 
And I talk to some of my clients even. Uh, it's ironic how many people I work with that are similar to myself. And if you're listening to this now, you could be the same. If you ever read a book and you think, I want to remember that, so you highlight it in the book. And then you go back over it and you reread it and then you're likely to remember it. But if you just read a book once and put it away, you have an overview of what that book was about. It's like, oh, that was about, you, you know, and you might remember a couple of books that were quite good. But if you have really think about going highlighting, going back through and rereading, you're more likely to remember it. So what it says to the brain when we do something like that is it's saying, hey, this is important and I need to retain it. So if you reflect on it and review it and do that a couple of times, you're more likely to remember the information. And the thing with property development is there are so many intricate parts that you don't want to miss any. So the more you can remember and like the more you can retain, the more times you go over something, the more knowledge you have and the more confident you will feel and the more likely you're going to be to take the the start steps to, to even begin and then lastly teach it to somebody else and when I don't mean like start another course like half of Bob's other students what I mean by that is teach it to the kids in the car talk about it to your partner talk about it to your mum mum and dad mum or dad whoever when you're driving because it's a great way if you're in the car with somebody driving explain it to them what happens when we talk to somebody else about it. We it, we hear what we're saying and it starts to make sense for us. And when it does start making sense for us, then we have this realization of, like, of the power that our knowledge has given us. So for you to go back over by verbalizing and teaching it to somebody else, even if it's just the three-year-old in the back of the car, they don't care, just say it in a very happy voice, they'll think you're singing. But by doing that, it, it logically puts it in place for your thought process, and that is very, very useful. All right, so let's go back over those eight. So if you are struggling to get started, or you want to get started, how to get started, you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable that's number one and that's making finding the time to learn to research to do all the things you need to do because remember you already have a busy life I'm thinking so you're adding something new so find that space and sometimes learning is uncomfortable so just be aware that you need to be ready to be slightly uncomfortable number two is get curious like start noticing what's going on in property development. Start noticing, like just look when you're driving, check out what's going on. Maybe maybe not the news, the news isn't the best place, but, but start having a look around. And maybe that's, maybe that's books, magazines, just start reading about it. In fact, contact me for a copy of this. This has got so many great strategies in it for property. And Bob's chapter is, uh, is I'm holding up the Property Millionaire's Exposed book. His is on development. But this is a great way to get curious. Number three, and really number three should almost be number one, is you have to have a goal. 
you must have a goal or you are playing blind man's bluff and whoever calls out your name with the next distraction, you will be going there and you'll be going there and you'll be going there and we get all mixed up. And when we don't have a goal, you just become part of somebody else's. Goal setting is so underrated. So remember goals can change and we and we can we can change the journey, but they are vital. And this is something I can't press enough on people. When you're clear about what it is that you want, it is so much easier for you to take action. And and like I said, it's like you don't look at your computer and the Google bar and go, hmm, nothing. You put something in there, you put a goal, and then your computer finds out all the information for you. So by having a goal, your brain starts looking for the information. It's just like Google. It's like it's it's very important. Trust me, goal setting. It's right up there. The next one is your study, your research, whatever that is, whether you're researching or you're or you're still learning about property development. Do the chunks of time, 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes, whatever it is, but chunk out your time and allocate the time to do the work, allocate it and do it in chunks. Because if we don't chunk it down, we get distracted again, we start five minutes, we we think and and we get distracted and go and hang out the washing, we get distracted and the neighbour calls in for a coffee, we get distracted and whatever, somebody rings up, we start playing on our phone, social media beeps us, whatever it is, but we lose time so easily. So when you chunk it, isolate it and commit to that time, you'll be surprised at your progress. The next one is space out the chunks. You So just give them a bit of time in between. We don't want to do them all at once because if, if we're learning something heavy duty, our brain won't remember it if we give it too much at one time. The next one is go deep, go very deep on your on your on your learning, like really pinpoint that on your research, on everything, on your patch. So often when people start, they say, "Where should I, where, where should my patch be?" They ring us. We we get asked that question pretty much every week. I would say, "Where should I start looking?" That has to be your research. Most people, here's a tip, <laughs> most people will, will do their first development somewhere near to them. It's a lot easier. They like to have a look at their first development and it's a lot easier. There's a bit of, you've got a bit of knowledge, like local knowledge about your area. So that is something that a lot of people will do. Something generally close to where they live will be, you know, probably a great start point. But even if we say that, if we, whatever part, whatever suburb you live in, you know, if you, we put you here and you went five kilometers in any direction, there are lots of little different suburbs there. So, I mean, that could be the start of your research, as in if I went around me in a 5K radius or a 10K radius or whatever that is, which of these areas right now would be the best or, or are they already developing in? Because that, that's another tip. If they're already developing there, then that's a great spot for you to be doing property development uh, because they're already doing it. So you don't want to be the first person. You you want to be, you know, developing where that where it's already already happening. The next number seven was reflect. Reflect back, re- review your information and retain it. Even if it's uh, maybe you've been out and you've done a few open homes, and maybe just write down, you know, list out what the what the agent said to you about what's selling in the area. You know, we're looking for this, we're looking for that. People are asking for this. It's definitely got to have that. Four bedrooms are selling over three. It has to have X amount of parking. 
and just, you know, maybe it's time to reflect on that, take those notes, whatever that is for you. And then lastly, teach it to somebody else. That means just verbalize it out loud so it becomes clear to you and it makes sense when you say it back. And then we know that you know. So there you go. I hope that was useful. How do you start property development? Well, there are eight tips that if you put all of those together, you are very likely to get started on your journey. And just a reminder, we have a joint ventures, uh, and Bob's unpacking joint ventures on the 7th of May in Brisbane, an event, especially if you uh, have don't quite have enough money to get in develop, into developing on your own, then this is the event you'd want to come to. And he's done over 300 million in joint ventures alone himself. So the man knows joint ventures and creative strategies inside out back to front so he's the guy you want to learn from and yes 7th of May in Brisbane we will be holding similar events in a town near you soon so be sure to open our emails or stay tuned here anyway I hope that was useful I hope you enjoyed the solo episode from me today a little bit different from myself and Bob he'll be back with me next week and I'm not sure what we're talking then. Anyway, I hope you uh, have a fabulous, had a fabulous Anzac day. This was the end of mine and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Bye for now.